You're listening to Astacom's up-and-coming podcast, Self Starters, where we invite young professionals and industry leaders to share their career stories, work-from-home tips and tricks, life advice, and everything in between. We'll be releasing a new episode every week. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more updates. Today's topic is on healthy habits for remote workers. Telecommuting presents a unique set of challenges, especially for those who have never done it before or who don't know how long it will last. Today's guest gives strategies on how to keep your healthy habits and productivity in check while working remotely. She's a seasoned business development manager of Fast Jobs Philippines with over eight years of experience in business development, sales operations, and research for various startups like Zomato, Caliber, Sprout, and Solarium. She is also the founder of humanitarian organization Humankind PH, which advocates for women empowerment, children's education, and support in poverty, to name a few. She is currently taking her MBA in Ateneo Graduate School of Business. Please welcome Liz Cervanias to the show. Hello, Liz. Welcome to the season two of Self Starters Podcast. How are you doing? Doing great, Karen. Sam, hi, hello. So I hope all of our work from home peeps are listening right now because this topic is for you. So just for everyone's context, uh, Liz is one of the most organized person that I've met in Ateneo. So I'm just curious, Liz, can you tell us about your regular schedule working from home? From the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, what is the daily life of the Liz Cervanias? Oh gosh, I think that's gonna be long, but okay, I'll try to summarize it. <laughs> so yeah, so since this pandemic started, I've been really mindful of my schedule and I look at it as my working routine, you know, since I am still in the process of making it my very own. Like, you know, practicing to start by meditation and prayer before I check my phone first thing in wow. the morning. Then I make myself a cup of coffee, of course, to boost my energy before I work out. Then I see to it that I finish everything before 9am so I can start to work for the day. Then, you know, we get ready for masters, which will end around 7pm. Then after my dinner, I prepare for my hot shower, of course, with my scented candles to soothe myself. <laughs> Tita of me. <laughs> after a very long day, fun fact. I sleep not later than 10 p.m. <laughs> so I make sure wow. I get 7 to 8 hours of sleep and wake up at 6 a.m. every single day. Because you know, sleep is very important. <laughs> wow, and that is my ideal schedule for myself. <laughs> yes, my <ideal>. goals. Keyword <laughs> here is ideal. I think it's a very tita schedule. <laughs> yes. So with that, uh, what simple healthy habits can any remote worker easily integrate into their lives regardless of their industry? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. So take a pause. It doesn't matter what you do with that pause, but do something else away from your screen for at least a minute or two. You know, stand up, stretch, get a glass of water. Or in my case, I just close my eyes and I think about nothing. So this gives me a time to slow down and be mindful of the present. So one thing that I've learned in this pandemic is I really want to be present in every moment. 
And believe it or not, it really does wonders. So start with a minute to quiet down and you'll notice how your mind will thank you for it. Wow. Quiet down, slow down. Yes. That's really yes. the goal for every busy person like us. Mm-hmm. So what is the biggest misconception about being a remote worker that you want to debunk? That working from home is not as much as stressful as working in an office. <laughs> I've been working in the field for how many years? So since the pandemic, it's a huge change for me. I'm a very extrovert person. <laughs> So, you know, at first I was so excited. I even set up my station here at home. But with the work from home setup, I started having an average of four to five meetings every single day. And believe me, it's really draining. And to be honest, it's more draining than working in the office or in the field. It takes a lot of discipline pala and focus to work from home. Definitely. <laughs> so, how should remote workers allocate their time for breaks given the work from home setup? So, I've been reading a lot of articles because since last year, I've been, you know, like trying to figure out how to be productive because working from home is you know, really, really draining. So, I remember this friend um, introduced to me Pomodoro Technique. You know, you schedule your work for at least 20 minutes and take a break for 10 minutes. I work around with that pace ever since and I started feeling more productive. But usually, it depends with your own timing. Eh? What's mm. important is you work with your own pace and you take a break. When you get to know your own pace, it gets easier from there. But before you practice it, you have to believe first that you deserve that break every now and mm. then. Most especially in the setup we all are in. So take a break and knowing that you deserve it is what's important. I like what you said, Liz, about knowing that you deserve a break. I think a lot of people are very hard on themselves, especially yeah. nowadays. It's hard to see the fruit of your labor when everything's just on screen. Yep. Imagine like when you wake up, first thing in the morning, you see your laptop, your body auto- Yeah. <laughs> just go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have to take a break from the screens, you know, yeah. be you offline. Know, two minute break is okay, but you know, filing a leave is also okay. But <laughs> I think it's better, but then take breaks, like mini breaks, it's really important. I really value my lunch time. Oh yeah. Well to want. <laughs> <laughs> this is my lunch time. <laughs> That's your sacred hour, no? Yes. So, with that, how can you create a productive work-from-home environment if you lack the space or resources to accommodate your needs? Uh, that's actually a really interesting question too. So I received that question when I was doing a talk in this university. So mm-hmm. a lot of students are also struggling with, you know, online learning. So I always tell them that having the basic factors like, you know, a decent light, a space, and a breathing air is better than nothing to work around with. So the space where you work in is just where you settle in. But whatever is in your mind is everything you need to get the work done. You may have the best, you know, ergo chair and the grandest mm-hmm. table or the fanciest key current keyboard. Yes. <laughs> Once you 
have that clouded mind, I don't think you can ever get the work done. So it always starts with the mind. So, you know, first thing in the morning, you have to set your mind that, okay, you're going to be productive. You're going to be positive with energy and everything. And then your mind will actually thank you for that. So it's really about psyching yourself up before mm-hmm. you assess what resources you have to allocate to make sure that you have a good work from home environment. Definitely. You know, like with Japanese, nga, they actually would rather work with a clean table and just their laptop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art of minimalism. Oh, oh, but then when you go to Facebook, the homebodies, <laughs> they will influence you to like buy stuff and everything. But then, you know, it depends with you, kasi, like how you actually handle your task. Like for me, I can only work when my table is clean. So. <laughs> That's why before my meetings, like 30 minutes before my meeting, I wipe my table. <laughs> and then before I start my day, I clean my keyboard. Just wow. <laughs> it's a routine. So I think it's something that your mind sets you into it so you can start your work and have a productive day. Exactly. Because how can you do organized work if just mm, your yeah. mindset is not there for it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It starts with you, Talaga. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think is the biggest takeaway we've learned from the work-from-home setup about the workplace, our colleagues, mm. and ourselves as remote workers? Ah, dame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year. The biggest takeaway I've learned for over a year, regardless of where you work, who you work with, or who you work for, your mental health is a priority. Mm-hmm. So since the pandemic, it's hard to draw a line between work and rest. When you wake up, yun nga, first thing you yeah. see is your laptop. And a lot of people are struggling until now with anxiety or fear with this concern. So, you know, don't ever be afraid of admitting it. We have to break that stigma that, you know, anyone can feel this. They're allowed to. And it's accepted. So never take it for granted. Because what you feel is valid. Whatever you think of is valid. So make sure that your mental health is in line with everything you're about to do for the day. Mm -hmm. And you take good care of it. You really have to take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard to set boundaries at home. Because when you wake up, oh Mm -hmm. oh, no, there's my email again. There's my laptop. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. That's actually that's the beauty of having, you know, like I'm not saying that you have to buy like other phones or other laptops. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. sometimes you really have to segregate or compartmentalize mm-hmm. everything. Like this is only for work, this is yes. only for personal, and then after 6 p.m. you can you just have to let go of work and then be yourself. Because your work doesn't define you naman eh. Like mm-hmm. it's what you do, but then Usually, like a lot of people, like working from home, I've realized that sometimes it aligns with who you are and it's hard to break away from that. That even on Saturdays and Sundays, you can't help but work, right? I super (laughs) agree with you on that note. I think... I can't imagine people whose work um, Mm -hmm. exactly aligns with all of their interests and their life because then Mm -hmm. how do you find a clear separation at home? between work and life. Right, right. And that's nothing to worry about. But then again, you have to step back a bit and then remind yourself that, okay, 6.05 na, I have to stop working, I have to close my laptop and just take a break and rest. You know, Mm -hmm. give yourself time. Because when you yourself is drained already from work, 
you're suffering na and then your work gets to be super tacky how you actually talk to your workmates gets to be really affected also even with your clients so it really starts with you going back to our point a while ago that setting your day setting your boundaries as well it has to start with you all the time mm-hmm. do you hear that guys hard stop <laughs> at 6.05 6.05 but Close then you can always adjust yeah. <laughs> alright so what piece of advice can you offer work from home self starters who still have trouble managing work life balance nako <laughs> work life balance <laughs> Karen do you have that <laughs> of course Liz <laughs> okay so what piece of advice enjoy the process if you only knew how workaholic I've been since I don't know since how many years ago <laughs> and to be honest I'm not proud of it it has been you know unhealthy for me to the point that it affected my mental health and eventually my performance at work that's where I started to grow into appreciating this growth and this space where I am in and I have you know fallen in love with my own process and now I cheer for everyone's process and progress that I see on their stories you know posts or even updates from my friends that I see so may it be just like a boodle to renovate their workplace <laughs> yes <laughs> you know, headstand that they've been practicing for weeks now in yoga even you know mga plantitas <laughs> yeah that you know they nurture their plants the point is you know we all have our own ways to be sane most especially now and I find that beautiful because growth is unbelievably painful. But what matters is that even if you are working from home, you are growing at your own pace. So, you know, never stop growing. And when there's pain, when there's hurt, it means just you're growing. And if you don't feel any pain or hurt, it means you're not moving. So might as well accept that pain and might as well take all that hurt. Ganyan. It's sounding like a hubot, but it's not. Grabe, I felt that. Grabe. It's not a hubot, I swear. Yeah, life begins. Life begins. Life begins when you ano, get hurt. <laughs> So, thank you, Liz, for coming to the show and giving us strategies on working from home in a healthy way. So, do you have anything you want to tell our listeners or do you have any shout-outs, plugs on your projects? Thank you so much for inviting me. I really love this topic. I mean, it's not a really easy topic to even begin with because we are all in the same process, you know? There are no better techniques or better ways. I'm pretty sure that you have your own stories and you have your own ways to handle working from home or, you know, handling this kind of thing, most especially in this pandemic. But whatever it is, may it be positive or negative for the eyes of people. If you see your friends are growing, you know, you support them. So just like we uplift each other no matter what because the world is bad as it is. So it has to start within us already. But yeah, I'm wishing everyone well. I'm wishing everyone safe at their homes and bidding good luck to everyone. Thanks again, Karen and Sam. This is such a fun talk. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Don't miss a beat. 
Catch us on our next episode and follow us on our socials. This was the Self Starters Podcast, where success starts with you.